Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. You're never going to guess what happened in tonight's Blackhawks game. Uh, they lost. They gave up the first goal. They gave up the first goal. And the second goal. And the second. And the third. And the third, goal. And the third goal. But then they got one. They, they got one. And then they got an empty net goal. And they gave up a hat trick. For the second time in three games. Yeah. This um, team blows. <laughs> it is their... Uh, There's kids here now. Yeah, six, six loss in a row. Uh, in those six games, Sorry. they have told, <laughs> scored a total of six goals, uh, three of which came against the Washington Capitals. Uh, this is what... We signed up for. This is this what a rebuild is, feels is, like, yeah. and it's tough. And oof. this is what we we had to prepare ourselves for, and this is what we did our best to prepare uh, Blackhawks fans for. This this is the tank. Um, if you haven't uh, jumped on board yet, this is uh, hop on board now. This is the tank. This is it. Are you in? Are you in for it? Are you in for these kinds of games? Because if you're not. No, please be in. See, we need you to be see in. See when they're competitive again. No, we're not giving you the choice. You're in with us because <laughs> we can't do this without you. And speaking of that, make sure you smash that like button. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, also, if you're listening to the audio podcast, make sure you're following us on Spotify or subscribed on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out when you do those things. And if you're feeling frisky, a five-star review would really be uh, terrific. Um, we've got a lot to get to today. Our daily poll, which we've been doing in the YouTubes. This came up a little bit last night. We didn't spend a lot of time on it, but we might tonight. Is Patrick Kane's lack of production hurting his trade value? He has four goals as it stands right now. He is on pace for 11. If he continues at the scoring pace, which would obviously be definitely be a career low. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We're going to get into that a little bit later, but we want to get your vote. So make sure if you're on YouTube, you vote on that poll for us so we can react to it later in the show. I don't even really know where to start with this one, fellas, because I don't know why this one feels crappier. Maybe because it's a road because game. Because we saw the same thing last night. Maybe. And then <laughs> and and many, many other nights this season. Well, We've seen the same script. Yeah. We're, over we're just, and over. We're talking about these kings of the game, the DraftKings king of the game, and our four stars of the night. We just look at each other like, who's who's playing well? Who's got more than two shots on goal? That's right. Right. What was the stat you gave about the defenseman? Uh, at one point, I don't know what the final stat. I could look it up real quick. It was it was when they. I'll had, do it while you give it. It it was yeah. at very close to the end of the game. They the defenseman had uh, accounted for 12 of the 26 shots. They got four shots since then, so we got five, six, nine, ten. Twelve, so there's still 12. 12 of the 30 shots on goal came from defensemen, so you got 18 shots from your forwards. Yep. In 60 minutes of hockey, that's just not going to get it done, and most of those shots... Or not memorable in any way, shape, or form. No, I not, mean, not a lot of not a no no. Quality. Mark, Mark Andre Fleury had a pretty easy night tonight. Yeah, as did Logan Thompson last night. They got helped out by a couple. Yeah, posts. as did 
the guy that started the game before and the guy that started. <laughs> I had a great conversation last night when I got to the game uh, a little early in the press box with, with the, I'm going to call him legendary because he's legendary here. Bruce Miles does an amazing job. Uh, Drop this name. You want to pick it up? Uh, wait. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> We're in the press box. I was going to do that no matter who you yeah, said. I'm I, sorry. I, I, I actually <laughs> thought I dropped. But Bruce Miles, longtime Chicago sports writer, does a great job covering the Hawks for NHL.com with Tracy Myers. There's another name I dropped. Um, but we're talking before the game last night, and – we both kind of just like it is absolutely remarkable how not it's not just the Blackhawks are losing every night they're losing the same way it's the same game the every game night. is it that's why it's rough to watch right now because you could sit there we could record this show four hours before puck drop and probably give you the same exact show and we could just voice over the guys who scored for the other team dude you joke yet the three of us. Place the same bet on DraftKings every night. Hawks to give up the first goal. Hawks to be trailing after the first. And now and again, we'll pepper in maybe a goal score here and there. Free money. I did tonight with Kaprizov. Ching, ching. Yeah. More, more money free for me. Money. It is free effing money. And enjoy the next crew that covers because we're winning so much money off those bets. going to be able to retire at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah. it's the same game every time. Give up the first goal. Fall behind 2 nothing. Make it 2-1, go behind 3-1, and then you, 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 you bust your ass in the third period with nothing to show for it, and you lose 3-1 or 4-1 or whatever. It's the same yep. game. They've played 29 games this year. No, 28. 29. This is 29. 29 They've given up the first goal 24 times. Mm -hmm. And I think it's 18 or 19 times they've gone down to nothing. Yeah. It's just, it's the same thing. And then we're going to have to hear the players and Luke Richardson talk about, well, we've got to have a better start. we got to get that first goal. Keep it up. You're not well, scoring first ever again until well, you get Connor Bedard. So, so here's the thing. He's, we've talked a lot about that. And, and Luke says being behind forces you out of your game plan. You start to chase. That shouldn't happen when you're down one nothing. Right. Every hockey game... Someone's going to be down one to nothing. You shouldn't completely abandon your game plan because you're down a goal. And we have said many, many nights, and you just said it. Th this game is is similar to every other game, every game we've seen. For the first time in a long time, I felt like the effort wasn't there tonight as much as it usually is. And maybe it's because I wasn't in the building for forty of the sixty minutes like I usually am, and getting the full atmosphere or whatever. Emily Kaplan said, and during the third period. There's not a lot of emotion on the Blackhawks bench right now. Yeah. After that, she said Jonathan Taze and Jared Tenorti and others are encouraging guys to keep going, keep playing hard. But overall, and look, if, you, if you're going to excuse it, back-to-back -back games, playing at home, then on the road, it's not an ideal situation. Mm -hmm. But I did not sense the compete level from the Blackhawks that we have gotten for most of the other 29 games of the year. I just, I just didn't. Maybe it's just me. I see Sam in the chat sort of agrees with me at the effort wasn't there tonight. Mm -hmm. Five shots on goal in the third period when you're down. It's just, you know, yes, yes, yes. It's definitely talent. That is the main problem here. Um, but this one, I did not love the, the overall effort, and, and we're seeing guys get frustrated. It's starting, it's starting to take effect, and I don't know. I don't yeah, know how it, it's going to go for the next, you know, 50-some yeah, games. It has, it, it has to be. As much as they can say, you know, oh, we're trying not to let the frustrations set in, this is almost 30 games of the same script over and over. And we talk about <clears throat> a number of times how they have to play a perfect game to have a chance to win. And allowing the first goal, allowing the second goal, like those, those aren't just one-off mistakes that end up in the back of your net that you can – recover from this isn't a team that's built that way it's a lot of small things with this team that that seem to build up that lead up to allowing the first goal sometimes they ha those small things happen really quickly like yeah. giving up the first goal on the fourth shot of the game in 25 seconds to the Washington Capitals um but this is this is just this team doesn't have the horses 
to to mount these continuous comebacks. We talked about it during the game. You know, they have seven wins this season. How many of them were like where they held the lead through you know for a long stretch of the game? Two, maybe. Yeah, you know, they they've 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 had to they've had to mount comebacks in some of these wins and mount comebacks even in, in games where they lose. It's mounting comeback after comeback after comeback. And it's playing from behind constantly. As far as energy level goes, I bet this if if you would, you know, hook up some some electro things or whatever they do to to uh, calculate energy exerted or things like that. This team's probably played 45, 50 games worth of hockey just in trying to continuously come back and fight yeah. back and fight back. Whereas this other, whereas most of their opponents on most nights, they they walk into the building going, "All right, here are the Blackhawks. It's a get right game," or or it's, "Hey, you know what? We can go eighty percent tonight and still get a win, multi goal win." So, you know, I the the frustration of of no offense, the frustration of of small uh, mistakes building up, building up, building up, and the frustration of not being able to do anything besides win faceoffs, like it's gotta be seeping in. And and I don't know if that plays into you know guys starting to tune things out. I hope not. Because Luke Richardson, as difficult as of a, of a job as he was given, with here have this last place roster and and make something out of it, he has been able to say the right things, keep the right attitude, and and really try and push the right buttons. I just hope that those buttons still work for this team. I just hope that that players are not starting to look for the exit doors as easy and as understandable as it would be for them at this point of the season. Frustration is starting to seep in. You saw it Tuesday, Jonathan Taves. Yeah. Uh, and it was Jake McCabe's post-game interview last night was very un-Jake McCabe-like. Yes, he's a all-business guy. He's not a guy that's going to tell jokes and, and be laughing about it, but he was not happy last night after that loss to where he was even a little I don't want to say standoffish but a little you know he's just like short peeved yeah, yeah. very and he was just like last thing I want to do is answer questions about another three to one loss but you know he's a veteran he did it but he was very frustrated last night so it, it's it's it is seeping in a little bit and it, it's not a surprise and to be honest with you if there was no frustration I'd be a little more worried because then it's like, well, these guys really don't care. Like, right? Yeah. So if it was, I, I mean, I, I yeah. do like seeing some of these veterans getting mad and getting frustrated because, you know, I'm sure this is the worst, some of the worst experiences for these guys. You know, obviously Jonathan Taves never played on a team this bad. No. Jake McCabe had some rough seasons in Buffalo. Yes. But you know, those seasons, at least maybe had like, hey. Maybe this team won't be that. Maybe this is the year they kind of compete, but it's just it, it's. I don't know how some of these guys do it every night, but they're professionals. It's what they're getting paid for. Hey, it's what we're doing. It's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, to a different degree. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're not getting paid quite as much as those guys are, but uh, you know, so I, I kind of get that mentality. Like, hey, this yeah. is what just what we want to do. Do it. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't know if Luke will like lose a room or anything like that. I don't think we have to get to that point because I don't think because I, I think the room is going to be completely different here in a few weeks. It might um, be, yeah. I, I I so I don't know. It's just, it is what it is at this point. This is exactly what it was supposed to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we were talking earlier. Uh, you know, we had we had the great C, uh, CHO takeover of the Bulls game tonight. Um, and then the Bulls played and ruined it for everybody. Yeah, they sure did. But, you know, we were talking with, with Steven and, and, and Kyle, uh, who's, who's filling in our Bulls show. Like, who's doing a better job tanking, the Blackhawks or the Bulls? Well, it's the Hawks because this is exactly where they wanted to be at this point of the season. Right. Mm-hmm. Bulls had playoff expectations. So, yeah. you know, the plan is going – like, nobody can be – shocked or mad that this team is bad. It's exactly what it's supposed to be. It is amazing that the three of us on Twitter 
every once in a while still have to explain what's going on here. Oh, it's to, amazing. To, yeah. To, to, to flat out dopes. I'm I sorry. He's like, why can't we go back to 2015? Like, oh, well, the Hawks considered either winning a Stanley Cup or completely sucking balls, and they just chose to suck balls. Yeah. They wanted to do that. That's, that's if you, like, come on. If, you're at, if we're at this point of the year and you're coming to us in the chat or on Twitter or something and you say, this team has no direction, you're, you're straight to jail. Like straight to jail. Straight, right to jail. Yeah. Like to jail. You, you are, you are willfully ignorant of what this team is supposed to be doing, and it's supposed to be this. It's supposed to be being in last place. Look at this roster. Do you do you think this was going to be in the play a, a playoff team? No. no. Like this is a, a new leadership that actually has an eye on the future. You can't just look at the the right here you can't look at the six inches in front of your face to take a a line from any given Sunday you have to look at next year and the year after and the year after you have some foresight our our friend who our our festive snowman is named after didn't have that foresight Stan Snowman Stan Snowman he had the idea of well next year's problems are next year's problems no now they're this year's problems, yeah. and Kyle Davidson has to clean that up, and he's doing it by literally sweeping everything away and saying, all right, new stuff. Give me new stuff. I want new things. Yeah, there, there's some super chats we got to get to, but there's some other great chats too. Uh, Brandon Sakura says he wants to see Reichel up here for some reason. Patience. Well, it'd be entertaining, but there's no point to bring him up here now. Uh, Windy City Hockey says, is Bill Murray on the team? Because this is Groundhog's Day I wish. with the Blackhawks. Uh, that'd be a little more entertaining. That'd be fun. And we've got a new uh, chat contributor, Young Dangle God. He <laughs> says, hi from Ohio. Started listening Hello. to Summer and haven't missed an episode. Nice. Spotify Wrapped had you as my number one podcast. Love Prove it. You guys. Let's see it. <laughs> thank you, Young Dangle <laughs> no, God. Thank we you. appreciate that's, that's that. That's awesome. Thanks for the love that's from awesome. Ohio. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was go- but So the main chat, I want to scroll up a little bit here. Steven, uh, I think it was, there you go, it's Ken. I know the game plan was to tear it down, but do you think management thought it would be this bad night after night? Yes. yes. There's no compete in this team. That's, that's not true. That's flatly, that's not, that true. Is, that's not true. Flatly false. Sam, Sam also said something about this team doesn't care. You're wrong. It's wrong. Not that's You're totally wrong. wrong. Okay, go to a practice. Go Be in the locker room. Watch this game in person. The effort is there. The compete is there. You saw Seth Jones break his stick over the boards after the empty netter was scored. Yeah. That's a, that's a frustration because, you know, he's, he's, he's a freaking competitive guy. And they don't want to be losing 3-1, to 4-1. to one. They don't want to be losing these kinds of games. They don't want to, you know, you don't want to have a breakdown that leads to an empty net goal, even if, though you're down 3-1 with a minute left. Like, if he just, you know, ho-hum, skated by, yeah, then maybe you're like, wow, maybe he just conceded the empty net goal. Like, no, like, the, the, the physical frustrations that they are showing is a measurement of what, how much that they're, they, they care to not lose this way. These guys want to win. Look at the efforts of, of guys like Jake McCabe and Sam Lafferty and Connor Murphy uh, and, and, and a lot of the guys that play the, the hard style of hockey like those guys if they're if they're not into it you would definitely see it and they are into it yep diving diving to break up two on ones uh finishing checks like this this team doesn't have a lot of good things going for them when they have the puck uh on their stick as infrequent as it is so they have to make up for it in other ways and it's 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 effort plays like that that they're trying to stay in these games and if they weren't making those plays if they were just coasting to 4-1 losses, then, yeah, we'd have a lot bigger problem. Yeah. Uh, Sam says they want out of town. It's just a fact. Well, you can't just say something's a fact and that makes it a fact. I'm glad uh, despite, you're, I'm glad you're their agent and they're calling you. Well, demanding guess what? A trade. If they like, want out of town, all they have to do is say, trade me right effing now. Yeah. And they'll accommodate Worked it. Worked in the movies. The Hawks are waiting <laughs> for them to say that to them. Yes. They're it's, waiting yes. for the ability to trade Taves and Kane. That's what they want to happen. If they want it out, they would say, it's, we trade us. We want out. We don't want to be part of this anymore. From what we understand, those conversations are scheduled to happen after, the, after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Taves and Kane and who knows who else is going to meet with Kyle Davidson and are going to discuss the future. So we should have a little bit of clarity going forward. There is none now. So saying it's a fact that they want out of town is, that's not what a fact is. Right. A fact is a fact is a fact. Um, 
I, I just someone else mentioned compared up earlier. I think it was Nate uh, comparing the Bulls and the Hawks. Um, yeah, Nate says I'd rather be the Hawks than the Bulls. The Hawks are tanking in the hopes of rebuilding and unloading salaries. The Bulls have four terrible contracts in no direction. Yes, exactly. You might. It, it is very hard to watch this rebuild because the Hawks are intentionally this bad. This is exactly what they thought was going to happen when they put this roster together. Meanwhile, the other team that plays at the United Center just signed a guy to a max contract who can't stay healthy. They've got another guy they've banked their entire franchise on who hasn't played in, what, a year? Yeah. They, the, the guys they've traded for are second, third-tier guys that aren't really going to help catapult you into the playoffs. You're going to be in the middle of the NBA draft, which doesn't help you at all. The Hawks have a very, very clear direction. A very clear direction. Yeah. The f- part of that direction is a year or two, maybe three, of pain and suffering. But if all goes as planned, and just look at the jump they made as a franchise from the end of last season to the beginning of this one with the guys they drafted and, and the high levels of praise from Korchinski to uh, Frank Nazar's hurt, but People love that pick. Yeah. Samuel Savoie got hurt tonight, but has been lighting it up. Like a lot of guys, yeah. they've got five guys playing for Team Canada in the World Junior Four. Championships. Four. Four. Okay. But five, five, five were in invited to camps. Yeah, five invites. One right. probably should have still made the team. Right. But yeah, it's, I, I think what, I think something that a lot of, a lot of fans are, it's part of what grappling with this season and these, and these frustrations as a fan comes comes into play is that how close it is to the narrative of this team was supposed to be competing that was last season that was last summer when we were talking about hey this team could be a playoff team and now it's completely tear down to the to the studs uh rebuild and it's 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 a conditioning that we've had as fans of this Blackhawks team's competitive they're competitive they're one of the top tier teams in the league marquee you know marquee games on on NBC and on TNT and ESPN and all and all that stuff for the last couple of years, and now we're in this place where they're last in the league, and and for for a lot of people they understand that yeah that's that's what you need to do to get guys that can change the future, but I think a lot of people are still still conditioned to think like well I want to watch a winning hockey team why aren't they a winning hockey team, and and it's 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 got to go beyond this season it's got to go beyond the next season it's 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 two, three, four seasons down the road that you have to look at and say, what is this team going to be? The, we've, we've, we've talked about it before. You look at the, the, the cat-friendly page, this team, this roster may have one player, one that makes it in, that, that is on the roster in two years. It's Seth, Seth Jones. Jones. Yeah. And that's it. Because even Kurashev, who we all like, is not a sure thing. No. And he's an RFA this summer. Right. Like it's it's so there's going to be so much turnover and so much change. So it you you can't I don't want to tell people how to fan, but you can you putting eggs in this year's basket is going to be bad for your health. And if you're still doing it, I I beg you, please <laughs> let it go. Take some of those <laughs> eggs back. You're going to need them later. All right. Uh we are way behind on our ad copy, so we got to start getting to that. And I want to remind everybody, you may have noticed it's hockey season. Light the lap this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers, listen up. Bet five bucks pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game, the Blackhawks opponent, and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same game parlays. That's what I did today. And I won again. Mm-hmm. I had the wild, the wild scoring first, the wild leading after one period, and Kirill Kaprizov scoring a goal, three for three. Jeez. I just turned five bucks into twelve. Get you on that CHGO bet. bets. Boom! How about that? That's how you do it with those same game parlays. They're so much fun. But any way you want to bet, you can do it on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the code CHGO. Bet five bucks on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. 
Hey, and when you're winning all that money hey. betting on the whoever the Blackhawks are playing to score first, you could take those winnings and head over to game time and buy tickets to whatever the heck you want. <laughs> Sporting events, concerts, shows. Game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals. Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? Right at center ice for a Hawks game. Maybe you like them 200-level seats better. Those are the best seats in the house, 200-level. Mm-hmm. You want to sit right behind the penalty box so you can hear guys say dirty words and swear at each other? <laughs> well, it's possible with game time. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy, and you will not find a better deal on Chicago Blackhawk tickets this season. Checking it out right now. You want to go to tomorrow night's game home against the New York Rangers. Original six matchup. Our Temi Panarin back in town. <laughs> 30 bucks gets you in the door at the United Center for that. Um, 26 bucks if you'd rather go Wednesday night and see the boring-ass Nashville Predators. Not sure why you want to do that. But and just scrolling down the list here. January 17th. Jay Zawaski's new favorite player, Tage Thompson, and the Buffalo Sabres are in town. You can get in for $17. Not bad. Big tank game on February 7th, 19 bucks against the Anaheim Ducks. So there are plenty of games where you're going to be able to get in for under 20 bucks, And you won't. And if you find tickets to the Blackhawk games or any event cheaper on any site, let GameTime know they're going to match it for you. GameTime's created for, by the fans, for the fans, guarantees the lowest price. And if you love CHGO, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the podcast description. Whether you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching right now, scroll down, hit that giant thumbs up. Give us a thumbs up. That's going to be a huge for us going forward. And then you'll see the link to game time right there. So anytime you're thinking about buying Blackhawk tickets or tickets to any event that requires a ticket to enter the facility, <laughs> click on that link and buy them from game time. See a super chat here from Brandon asking for an Ice Hogs update. Yep. Uh, they lost tonight to the Toronto Marlies 4-3. to three. Uh, Let's see. Goal scorers were Brett Senny twice and Cole Gutman. Nope. And Cole Gutman and no, Brett No, it was uh, Isaac Phillips. Oh, I'm sorry. Cole Gutman Brett and Senny Brett Senny had a, uh, had a goal. Taken away, yeah. Goal taken back. That's right. So Isaac Phillips, Brett Senny, Cole Gutman. Are the goal scorers, uh, Senny and Gutman, both with a goal and an assist. Other assists tonight to Dylan Sakura, Jakob Galvis, Lucas Reichel, and David Gust. So there's your Ice Hogs update. There you go. Um, by the way, speaking of uh, supporting CHGO, it's a good time to become a diehard at allchgo.com. We just had our Bulls takeover tonight. Everybody went to that game, and it was sold out. Save 20% on their uh, takeover tickets. We have a Hawks takeover happening next month. Mm-hmm. Details uh, will be coming in soon. Hopefully sometime within the next week or so, you'll be hanging out with the three of us at the United Center, watching a Hawks game, partying before, partying after. Uh, there's some folks here who were at the game watching the Bulls post game in the other room. So it's a great time, great time to become a diehard. And if you've got a Chicago sports fan in your life and you're looking for that perfect holiday gift, gift memberships are available at allchgo.com, so jump on to that. Fellas, why don't we get into our four stars of the game, and we'll do sure. our DraftKings king of the game after that, and then we're, uh, we are we got to get into our little bit of the poll topic here. If you've not already voted, we've got a poll running on the YouTube page. Is Patrick Kane's lack of production hurting his trade value? Make sure if you've not already voted on that to do so and to smash that like button. Uh, my four star, I'm going to give it to... What did I say? Jonathan Taves? Yeah, sure, that works. Uh, Jonathan Taves won 16 face-offs and lost five. When I made that vote, he had zero shots on goal. He ended the game with four. So better late in the game for Jonathan Taves. And, look, it's one of those nights where it's like, uh, yeah, sure, whatever, great. So he gets my four-star for his continued face-off dominance and for having a pretty solid third period when the rest of his team really wasn't. And a goal, of course. Oh, they're allowed to do that? Yeah. Okay, yes. cool. Uh, I went with uh, Seth Jones as my fourth star of the game. Led the team with five shots on goal. That's one-sixth of the entire team hey. shots came from Seth Jones. Of course, led the team in ice time, 22 and a half minutes. 
had an assist on the Taves goal, was only on the ice for one goal against, and it was that empty netter at the end mm. of the game. Five shots on goal, had a hit, four blocked shots, uh, and played over four and a half minutes on the power play as well. So Seth Jones, and as our buddy Lafferty, Daniel, uh, said earlier in the chat, uh, his uh, his – Salary value from our uh, graph buddy Dom at the Ath- mm. Athletic might be going up because ever <laughs> since he's been uh, split up from Jack Johnson, his analytics, his blue lines are getting longer and longer, and uh, that might have something to do with, yes. you know, no offense to Jack Johnson, but not having Jack Johnson next to Seth Jones yeah. might allow Seth Jones to be more like Seth Jones. And he had a very Seth Jones-ish night tonight. Listen. Far be it from me to disagree with the Blue Lions because my fourth star of the night is Jake McCabe. And he's paired with Seth Jones. And for the last two games, the best two analytical Blackhawks in these losses have been Seth Jones and Jake McCabe. I think we should leave those two together then. Yeah. You put your two best best defensemen together, good things happen. Yeah, usually. Uh, McCabe tonight, uh, three shots on goal, three blocks, a takeaway, 17 and a half minutes of ice time. Um, he had a, a, he broke up a two on one with a great Brent Seabrook diving play. Um, look, we talked about it earlier. This team is look, the talent gap is the, is the issue. It's not the effort gap. And Jake McCabe is one of the guys that for 29 games this season, every time he's been in the lineup, he is, you never question the the heart and the effort that he's going to put in. Um, so I, I, I think tonight was another game where that stood out uh, amongst a sea of uh, less than mediocrity from this Blackhawks team. Um, so I gave it to McCabe. And, yeah, look, like, you know, we, we, we do make, make our analytical jokes, but it, it's, it's, it says something when, when those guys have that kind of impact when put together, Jones and McCabe. Yeah. And, you know, if, I know there's been a lot of chatter about trading Connor Murphy and or Jake McCabe. And the, the more I see him continue to play this season, um, the less I want McCabe traded. Unless you're getting a first-round pick for him or two second-round picks or whatever, um, I, want him, I want him to be a part of this team. Jake McCabe. In the is, locker room, on the ice. He is a perfect guy for this franchise where they're at. Now, he may not be like, I know he had, when he signed that four-year deal last offseason, it was like, hey. He had aspirations. Look what's going on. I finally get to get out of Buffalo. And now I'm right back in the crap again. Uh, You know, but he saw, hey, they just got Seth Jones. They got Marc-Andre Fleury. This is going to be a good team. But he he even said it last night in his his very brief post-game media scrum, I think it was Phil Thompson asked him, uh, you know, how is it? What's you know, what do you, what can you do as a veteran, not like kind of break up the mood in the locker room, not let the frustration set in? And he says, I don't really say much. I lead by example. I lead by busting my ass on the ice, and he does yeah, that. That's true. This is a guy that, when in in the August and September, we had thought probably wouldn't even be making his season debut to write about now. Right. And here he is, you know, he's been been out there all night. Surgery. Uh, Apparently, Big Dave is... Big Dave is fired up. Big Dave is is upset. He is carrying the uh, decibel level for him and Peck. He's busting uh, through the soundproof walls (laughs) here. He's testing that soundproofing. Maybe um, we need to get Big Dave a couple of shifts with the Hawks, man, with that kind of passion, that kind of fire and passion, my friend. I like that idea. He's got the size, too. uh, He's big. That's why they call him Big Dave. To wrap it up, I love me some Jake McCabe. Yeah, me too. Uh, He is probably uh, my favorite player on the the team to watch on a nightly basis because I know every shift is 100%. Mm. We should go do like a Chris Farley-esque three-way interview with him. Uh, I probably just remember if we can catch him. Remember when you <laughs> laid down and took the puck away? That was awesome. Yeah, but the problem is, <laughs> I don't know how much of a sense of humor Jake McCabe has, or it's very or, dry, or how much. He <laughs> made a really nice Christmas sweater the other night. Yes, we he got, did. He yeah. had a little heart shaped. Sure. Yeah, it was very cute. Um, I think Jake McCabe would just like smack 
smack us after a couple of those <laughs> questions. Like, really? Get these idiots out of here. <laughs> Revoke their credentials. Uh, fine. We'll have to go back to Mackenzie Entwistle for that. I'll just admire him from a distance. <laughs> uh, we've got some post-game quotes rolling in here. Plus, he scares me. Uh, head coach Luke Richardson, quote, we battled right to the end, but unfortunately, we just don't have enough right now. We have to be almost perfect. The last two games, much better but our play has still got to go up to win in this league. Man, it's Ma- like Richardson yeah. watches us and then talks to the media. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, Max Domi, obviously <laughs> we're going through it right now, and we all recognize that, but we're not going to quit. We're not just going to stand down. We have to find a way to get one here. Uh, and he said he was kicking himself for not burying his chance in the first that yeah. Erickson had blocked. And uh, Peter Mrazek on his really awesome stick save, he says it's desperation. It's a lucky save. I saw they had empty net. I didn't have anything else to help get there, so I was just trying to focus on the release and put the stick there. There you go. Yep. So uh, we should get to Peter Mrazek, by the way, because yeah. guess what, folks? He is our draft king's king, king of the game. Of the game. <laughs> Much better game in this one uh, from Peter Mrazek. Several, several high-danger saves. Yep. Yeah. Post to post. Now, the one he gave up, the third one, was pretty bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't rough. good. Yeah, it was one of his three he, he nets was doing lost. his Alex Stalock impression, uh, <laughs> completely leaving the crease. A little aggressive. Um, but otherwise, made up for it with a bunch of nice glove saves early, yeah. a couple post to post pad saves. And, of course, uh, if you've not seen it yet, check out the six save where he reached across with the paddle and batted it out of the air. Yeah, it was lucky, but he made it. Uh, 18 saves, three goals allowed, and save. three nets lost, which is accurate. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, but the, solid game for him. The three, the three goals allowed. I mean, you'd shake your head at it, but he was making some huge saves. This game could have been seven to one. Yeah. Like, oh, like he was a, a big difference maker in this game, not getting out of hand uh, before it actually did. It was his best game as Blackhawk. Yeah, uh, because not one only of, was he making some of those big saves. The key was he was make the big save and absorb it. That he wasn't giving up the rebounds yeah. that we're used to seeing. He wasn't kicking them right back to center ice. He made a couple of nice glove saves where he was able to just hold on to it and get a whistle. Yeah. Best game he's had as a Blackhawk. Yes, a couple of those goals. You're like, well, you know, that's a Peter Mrazek goal. But overall, very good effort from him tonight. Nice way to bounce back after a pretty embarrassing performance against Washington. <clears throat> Yeah, it was not good no. uh, against the Caps. And uh, best game. I feel like there was a game early where he was really good. But this is certainly on the in the team photo. It's on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Peter Mrazek He hasn't had a lot of great games. So it's not a big sample size to choose from for his best game. But, yeah, this was one of his better efforts. Um, and he kept both groins. So good job. Yeah, maybe that San Jose game. We think Wasn't he pretty good in that San Jose game? Yeah, I think well, so. Well, they won. <laughs> so yep, so that helps. Uh, we have our weekly uh, fan of the other team coming in here, trying to troll a team that is losing on purpose. Hey cool. Brandon, hey How's Brandon, hi Brandon. Thanks go wild for the... and thank you for helping us get Thanks one step view. closer to Connor Bedard. By the way, enjoy the next five years of wild hockey when you <laughs> are still paying for Zach Parise and Brian Suter <laughs> and probably Neil Broughton as they're both yeah. like Madonna as, as they're both <laughs> having fairly productive seasons for other teams. Yep. Anyway, yeah, I just I don't get the whole coming in to troll the team that is intentionally the worst team in hockey. But when yeah. you do, make sure you hit the like button. Yes. Yeah, well, smash the like button, though. Yeah, we appreciate yes. you being here. You can troll our team That's if you sure. give us a like. Yeah. Um, I think we had a comment earlier asking about Alex Stalock, if there's an update. Uh, it looks like he's close. Anytime there's concussions, you got to kind of – we can't give a definitive. Yeah. yeah. But he looks close. He, he has full participation in practice. Looks like it could be next week at some and, point. And he had been close um, before and then was kind of pulling back because of, you know, with concussions, you don't, when you exert yourself like that, you don't bounce back uh, the right way. You don't want to keep pushing it. Um, so, yeah, it, it would be nice uh, if he was able to be be healthy, be cleared, um, not have to deal with any, any concussion symptoms and be able to get back in net. That'd be yeah, good. Yeah, I think he's close. Um, you know, he's been, a, as Jay said, a full participant in practice and taking a lot of shots. There was, uh, was it Wednesday's practice where Mrazek didn't practice at all? So Stalek had yeah. the full practice. Yeah. 
He's been at all the optional yeah. skates. So he's been doing it back to back to back to back days where before it was like he was there for a day, took some shots, and then he wasn't there for two or three days. So he's had at least four or five full practices under his belt in the role. So I might guess it will be soon. Maybe they'll wait till after Christmas. Let him, you know, get another week of practice yeah. in. And then after Christmas. On the roster freeze is coming up too. So Yeah, so they would have, they would have to do. Well, does the roster freeze include injuries or is that more to just do with trades like if you got a guy that's healthy you should be able but to get it, him off that includes like like call-ups and sundowns right so if Mar if uh Staylock was activated wouldn't they have to because of roster size have to send down Soderblom yeah but I'm not see I don't know I, I think the roster freeze doesn't include guys who are like were on the IR at the beginning like if they're healthy to come back I think that's like the exception okay to that rule because if someone gets hurt during the roster freeze, you have to be able to be able to bring somebody up to replace them. Here you go. Uh, teams may recall players as needed, but they may not trade. Yeah, I think okay. it, the roster freeze is more for trades. There's no gotcha. trades over Christmas. Yeah, All right. which is a nice thing to do. Yeah, sure. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Here's a plane ticket. You're hey, going. You're, you're uh, going to Calgary. <laughs> I know you're opening gifts, but uh, you're uh, you're an Edmonton You've been now. traded. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Hope you didn't buy your kids too many Blackhawk sweaters this year, because you guys are. Yeah. Off to San Jose. All right. Do we want to do? Let's let's have a production meeting on the air here. Yeah. Do we want to get into the cane topic now, or should we do the tank standings now and do the cane thing later? Let's do tank standings now because I feel like these two things are kind of right, tied we're together. Gonna, we're going to update the tank standings. Then we're going to tell you about our fine I'm, sponsors. Then we're going to get into some Patrick Kane discussion. I'm pumped. This is the first time I'm going to see the Hawks in first in person. Yeah. Let's do it. I missed it last night. All right, here we go. Oh, the Blackhawks oh, now baby. technically do not have the lowest point percentage because of games in hand on the Ducks, but Damn. they have the fewest amount of points. So have 18 points in 29 games. The Anaheim Ducks have 19 points in 31 games. Columbus, 22 points in 29 games. Arizona, 22 and 27, and they are currently tied with the Islanders mm. uh, in the second intermission. And San Jose is fifth in the tank standings, 25 points in 31 games. So technically, oh, the Ducks lead the tank standings still. Um, but we talked about this yesterday. We are all sorting, sort of predicting a bit of a rebound for the Ducks here um, at some point. And yeah. we think the Hawks are probably going to just keep doing what they're doing. So, all right, we need to, we're going to do the draft tank simulator now. We need to reset that first. Uh, and then we're going to smash that sim lottery button and see how it goes. This always makes me nervous. It's like it's a real thing happening. All right, guys, we ready? We go. We yeah, the dark this it. time for the first yeah. time. Yeah. There we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do oh, it. Oh, no. Where'd it go? Ottawa Jeez. gets the first overall pick. Hawks Columbus fourth. second, Anaheim third, and the Hawks fourth. How about the poor Coyotes? That actually only moved down a spot though to six. They down. They go down. All right, we can't. We cannot do this. We got to do it again. Doing it again. Sim it again. Sim it again. All right, one more reset, and here we go. Come on. Yeah, come on. Let's go. Oh, again. Oh no. The Tankathon is just messing with us tonight. Speaking of trolls, Tankathon is trolling us. Tankathon giving the Blues the second overall pick. Tankathon is based out of St. Louis, isn't it? The way they keep, it has uh, to be the way they keep giving them love. They keep wanting to force the Blues there. I hate it here. <laughs> it has to be. That's got to be the case. All right, we need oh, to we need pain. to find a new website. Cleanse the palate. Can't trust Tankathon. Ay ay ay. Fourth. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little look into the future. The day of the draft lottery, I am going to be a ball of oh. nerves. I am going to be nervous all day. I, I, if they don't walk away with one or two on on draft lottery day, I may actually cry. <laughs> like I may actually cry. It's, yeah, three. Or, you're talking about three. If it's three or four, it's uh, Leo Carlson. It's Matvey Mitchkov, who could be what? Which like five years removed from the NHL? Though great prospects, but it's not. Yeah. The player who can step in it's, day one and make a difference. It's like 
going back to the Patrick Kane draft and getting Kyle Turris instead. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. And the best part oh, is. Oh, I hope not. The best part is we're going to be live when that happens. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get our reaction along with your reaction. Our, our raw emotions. Yes. <laughs> Thank God there's no FCC on the YouTubes. Yeah, it's, that's true. Oof. All right. Well, hopefully we have better vibes on actual draft lottery night than we've had on our fictional draft lottery nights because they've not gone well. Ugh. They've not gone well. But if you need to uh, improve those vibes and improve your wardrobe, you can head over to our friends at Pins and Aces, get yourself some amazing golf apparel, or get your uh, get your friend or family member some golf apparel for the holidays. Makes a great uh, gift. Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of CHGO and the presenting sponsor of the Big Drive Energy Golf Podcast on the All City Network. And we love our Pins and Aces gear. They are a family owned and operated golf and apparel business, which is great. They make awesome polos, hats, golf bags that can be customizable. And of course, the fan favorite beer sleeve, the product that allows you to store up to seven of your favorite beers right there inside your golf bag and keep them cold for the entire round. Uh, That's definitely needed in my golf bag. Uh, To get yourself some of the Pins and Aces gear or that beer sleeve, go to pinsandaces.com. And when you do, use the promo code CHGO and you're going to get 15% off of your first order and you're going to get free shipping on that order. Again, that's the promo code CHGO at pinsandaces.com. Hey, and what's a perfect accessory for your sweet-looking Pins and Rays Pins and aces. That's what I'm at. Pins and <laughs> pins and rays. Pins I'm gonna get shady rays. That, that's the perfect. That's the perfect combo. The pins and rays combo. The get shady some pins aces. And aces and some shady rays together on the golf course, and you'll never lose another round of golf in your life. Shady rays never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. And by gosh, by golly, that's exactly what they've done. You do not have to break the bank for sunglasses this holiday season because our friends at Shady Rays have you and your precious eyeballs covered. Shady Rays are premium Polaroid shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays is they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Did you drop them in a frozen lake? Did you fall off a cliff? You know, that cliff over there on Michigan Avenue? Did they fall right off of there? Well, whatever. They'll replace it for free. Even with that strong protection program, they still managed to make quality. I could tell you for being a customer for the last couple of years, they are just as good as any expensive pair that are on the market today. And you'll have to blame me for the weather because I just got two pairs, new pairs of Shady Rays. And since I got them... The sun has not come out for a single second. Sun has died. Yes, the sun has left for the winter. Sun exploded. Yes. Requested a trade. <laughs> hey, this is a type of year, this is a time of season you always want to do something nice for other people. Well, get yourself some Shady Rays because Shady Rays provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order place and have donated over 20 million meals to date. So not only are you going to look really cool, but you're doing something really cool for those in need. They stand behind their product and told our team if anyone has a problem, they will throw profit right out the giant test window at the Shady Rays factory. They will do what it takes to get it right. Free returns and exchanges. You either love the shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. That's it. And for our lovely CHGO listeners, that's you guys and girls out there. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use the promo code CHGO at checkout for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. I'm no math genius, but that's buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as 54 bucks. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all the newest and best shades. All right. All right. Let's stop shilling and talk some hockey, guys. Yeah, I mean, we have to pay for this, whatever. Okay. Um, Anyway, we're running a poll on our YouTube page. Uh, Is Patrick Kane's lack of production hurting his value? Uh, Four goals in 29 games on pace for 11 goals this year. Got an Um, assist tonight. he He leads the team in shots by, like, over 40. 
from like yeah. the next closest guy. He's firing. He's shooting yeah. 4%. Current poll standings, 60% say yes. Patrick Kane's trade value is being hurt 40%, obviously, saying no. Um, I don't think that this 30-game sample size is going to scare off anybody from pursuing Patrick Kane. There is too big of a sample size before this of dominant play, had one of his best statistical seasons of all time just last year. It's not like it was two, three, four years removed. It was last year when he had another phenomenal over-point-per-game season. The scouts around the league that are watching the Blackhawks play are not just watching Patrick Kane. They can see the rest of the bums playing on this team, <laughs> and they know... There goes our Look, you're going to see when they get a third or fourth round pick maybe for Max Domi or Athanasiu or whatever, right? Like, teams around the league know what this team is. They know what he's playing with. And also, there's no way in hell a 4% shooting percentage is going to remain. It is yeah. just impossible. Yeah, yeah. I I tend to agree with that. I, I And I think my only concern is, <clears throat> is if the environment is only playing a small factor i i i wonder if because you know he's he's talked about it before how he has this nagging injury quote unquote that surgery won't help um that he's been dealt with for the last few years uh the last time that he was asked about it was at the beginning of the season and he said oh i actually feel great you know i feel better than i did at uh, at the beginning of last season and I don't know. Is is it nagging him again? You know, I I, I wonder. <clears throat> I wonder if there if there is something, maybe not just bad luck, not just bad puck luck, not just bad being snake bitten with the shooting percentage. I I do question if if everything physically is feeling great for him because you would think that Patrick Kane, at full health, would be able to have a higher production rate, even with, you know, the, the quality of his teammates that he has, uh, that he's playing with right now. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I'm not saying I think he's hurt. I just, start to, I just start to wonder if something besides bad luck is starting to hinder him, besides poor quality of teammate is hindering him. And if, if this sample size of, you know, low shooting percentage um, – you know, low low productivity. If it becomes thirty five games, forty games, forty five games as the season goes on, before he asks for a trade, I wonder if teams do start looking at that and start having some of the same questions, starts having some of the same doubts. And you know, if 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 you look on, if you look online, you know, a lot of his analytical charts are not favorable. They've and a never lot of been though, and no. I, defensively, yes, I agree. Defensively, he has been terrible his entire career. He doesn't make $10.5 million to, to play defense. But offensively, they haven't been great. And teams look at that. Like, we, we, we talk with Luke Richardson, and he, and he puts an emphasis on getting analytical breakdowns from, from the team's, uh, you know, analytics department. So teams look at, at things like that. And whether they put heavy weight on it, you know that that's a team by team basis kind of thing but teams look at that and I think a lot of people around the league are starting to potentially wonder do we want to give up this big haul of you know a trade package first round pick top prospect another first round pick whatever it might end up being do we want to give that to a guy who may be a rental and who you're banking on his legacy and not the half or two-thirds of a season that he's put out in front of him. I don't think it's hurting his value. It's still Patrick Kane. It's still Patrick Kane coming off one of the greatest, best seasons he had. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's Patrick Kane shooting at a career-low, microscopic low shooting percentage. If I'm the Colorado Avalanche... And I can add him to that. I'm not worried about what his shooting percentage Avalanche is. Avalanche just need NHL players right now. Well, yeah, but if I'm the Avalanche and I, and I don't carry shooting 4.5 with Max Domi on his line, I'm going to put him out there with Gabriel Landeskog and Miko Rantanen, and he'll shoot 11%. 
Yeah. You know, I, if I'm the Edmonton Oilers, I'm not worried about what he's doing here on this team. Or the Boston Bruins could be a team that might want a little offense to go with that. You know, don't yeah. out, don't count out the Vegas Golden Knights for somehow figuring out how to trade for him. They've got to be the team that makes the big trade every yeah. year. So, like, I don't think it's necessarily hurting his trade value. Um, I there, somebody in the chat says something about the 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 cap space. That's not the biggest issue. The Hawks can retain half the salary. They can find a third team to come in and get another one. They're, they'll get away with that. I don't think his, when there's a will, there's a way. It can happen. If Jack Eichel can get tr- traded to a, a team that had eight cents worth of cap space <laughs> at the time, Patrick Kane can get traded. It will yeah, happen. find ways. They'll make it's it easy. work. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why you have smart people in your front offices to find ways to make this work. Plus the base salary of if a team you're worried about the actual financial, it's 2.9. And, it's, and that's for and the it, whole and it's, season. And it's, only, and, it's our, it's only like 25% of that. Right. So right. you're talking, you know, less than a million dollars of physical cash. Here's the one thing that I'm worried about is going to hinder his trade value. If he decides to trade and he only wants to go to one team. Right. And that one team that will know. That will hurt his trade. That will drive the trade value down worse than any stat that he has right now. Mm-hmm. If he says, I only want to go to the Colorado Avalanche or the Colorado Avalanche only, you know damn well that's getting leaked to Joe Sackick, and he will know that, and of he'll course. go, well, I, you either take this half-ass offer or you get nothing, and he walks for nothing at the end of the year. That's true. However, if it does get out there that he wants to go to one team, say it's the Avalanche, say it's the Rangers or whatever, guess what? Rangers fans are going to catch wind of that. And are going to say, Patrick Kane wants to come here and you're not going to do it? Do it. Mm-hmm. Try to win. Try to win a Stanley Cup. That's how, what this how, is all about. How, how well did that work in Toronto last year? Well, I'm just saying. I, I think it's not as simple as, as, as a GM just playing complete hardball with the Hawks because there's going to be pressure on right. that GM to get it done. Mm-hmm. And this is what we don't know about Kyle Davidson yet is how he negotiates trades, right? Like, he got a freaking haul for Brandon Hagel, but an underwhelming return for Alex Dabrinkit, right? Yeah. And there were factors weighing into both. Hagel was signed long-term for cheap. Um, Dabrinkit's a free agent after this year, so he's a question mark. It's, excuse me, it's not as simple, Lou Malnati's. It's not as simple as <laughs> the, as like just one for one, right? It's, right? It doesn't work that way. Like, who's a better player, who's not? But this is what we're going to find out is what, is what kind of stones does does Kyle Davidson have and look like we gave him a little bit of I don't want to say praise but like kind of understood like why they didn't move Dylan Strome for a sixth round pick or whatever which from what we were told was the biggest offer for him at the deadline just kind of out of respect to Dylan Strome um but now we're seeing Dylan Strome thrive with Alex Ovechkin and the Hawks have nothing to show for him mm-hmm. or for Kubelik or for you know what I mean so yeah this is what we don't really know about Davidson yet um, and I do think it's probably, it'll be more than one team, but it's probably not going to be more than two or three that Patrick Kane wants to go to. It's probably going to be, I mean, and b- by the way, the Rangers, if you haven't noticed, they kind of suck. They're, they're not the, they're, they're not, not the Rangers they that they were last yeah, year. Yeah, they're not like, they're not like a team that's on the cusp of Stanley Cup right now. Big surprise. Chris Kreider couldn't replicate his 50 goal season. Weird, right? right? Yeah. No, it's, uh. Me, me thinks the Rangers played over their heads last season. And yeah. now they're playing more like they should have played last season. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I, I joked, we're going to see the Rangers on Sunday. Yeah. The Blackhawks beat them again. Why would Patrick Kane want to request a trade that couldn't beat the Blackhawks <laughs> twice? That happens. They yeah. are currently the top wild card team in the, in the East. And so the, the okay. East is it. East is a monster. Son of a bitch. It is. East it's is tough. a monster. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. You know, I... With that, Kane, Kane is a very calculated person. He's not the wild child that he was when he first you know, became a star in Chicago. He's a very calculated guy, very conscious of his uh, legacy here in the city and, and, and what he means and of his value. And, you know, we, we, we talked about it earlier. All indications point to uh, Kane and Taze uh, meeting with, with Kyle Davidson uh, next month at some point to kind of discuss the future. Um, there's no reason that Patrick Kane can't bide his time to really see, okay, who are the contending teams? Who are the, you know, 
who who which level of con- of contention is each team at that's in the playoff picture you know is 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 are the are the rangers contending enough that going going to new york playing with panarin uh is is enticing enough or is it i'm only going to look at guy at, at teams that i that patrick kane would decipher as like they are going to go deep and i need to be and and me being a part of it makes the most sense you know is it uh is it new jersey is it <laughs> that would be a scary team if is it colorado it. is it edmonton like is it you know he's 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 really going to I, I I believe he's really going to take some time and decipher things. And I also think he's so calculated that he may not think that going to any of these teams is going to be worth it for him in his career and in his personal life. As much as it would suck, he may just ride out this season and and see how things play out in the summer where he has more control over where he wants to go if he wants to go anywhere he wants to see where the hawks land in the draft lottery maybe and the hawks can trade him they can trade his rights at the draft now you're not going to get a lot because all you're trading for is the week or so to negotiate with him right um ahead of him becoming an unrestricted free agent but that's a reality and there's a reality they might just want to finish a hawk and if i if i'm patrick kane and i do want to get traded and i make the decision and i want to win a cup I'm not asking to trade to any team in the East right now. It's too wide open. I mean, it's too you. The team you think has got the best chance at the trade deadline could be eliminated in the first round because mm-hmm. that's so. I'd be like, send me to Colorado. Look, look at how high people were on uh, on the Panthers last year. Yeah, and they crapped out in the second round. Maybe that's the team he goes to. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I don't know. It used, used to be the only team the Blackhawks traded with. Yeah, them and the, them, <laughs> yeah. them and the well, Hurricanes. Dale, well, Dale Talon's not there anymore, yeah. so that that was. But like, I don't know if I'm Patrick Kane. I want to get traded. I'm looking at one of the top teams in the West because that's an easier path to a Stanley Cup final. Colorado, man, when yeah. they get healthy, they're they're the favorite. I picked Calgary to win it all this year. Not looking great right now, but that's a team <laughs> that if they get their act together, will be a very tough playoff out. So yeah. You know, the East is just so tough. You know, One week it's like Toronto are the world beaters. And, then yep. you know, there's still Tampa out there and Boston. Mm-hmm. And the Devils, are they for real? I think they're for real. They may need an upgrade in goaltending for the playoffs, but it's so tough out there. I kind of want Patrick. There. I kind of want to. I kind of want Patrick Kane to go to the Devils now. That'd be wild. God, be that so would be fun. a fun team. Jack Hughes and Bringing Patrick Bringing a, a veteran leader to show those Oof. kids how to do it in the playoffs. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. Hey, two for one. Give them oh, Taves and Kane. Yeah. Oh, by the sure, way, yeah. I want to – there's a couple of people in the chat. I saw earlier the, the Hawks should trade Kane for David Pasternak. That's not going to happen. No, the Avalanche no. are not going to trade Bowen Byram to the Blackhawks for Patrick Kane. These teams are trying to make their teams better, right? Bowen right. Byram's a huge part of the Avalanche's future. Yeah. Uh, David Pasternak is Boston's best player. They're not going to, that's not going to happen. So you need to temper your expectations a little bit Mm -hmm. on that. Here's one more thing I'll say before we wrap up with the rumors of the cap only going up $1 million next year. There's a lot of teams that were sort of operating this year saying, all right, well, the cap's going to go up. We'll be able to do some things. Does that create a sudden, I don't want to say panic, but an urgency for teams like Boston, for teams like Pittsburgh, frankly, who's like trying to make one more run at it, mm-hmm. does that fact that it's only going up a million creates emergency for teams to get some stuff done this year? I wonder. Yeah, I would. I would imagine so. Maybe. And that that drives values up too. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 that you know changes the 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 free agency market going into the next season if it's only going to jump up a, a, a million dollars. So, uh, uh, yeah, a lot of fa- a lot of factors play you know, into that. Just just to, to expand on that a second, if the cap doesn't go up as much as people were hoping for, that is a bigger advantage for the Blackhawks come summer twenty twenty four. Yeah, because there'll be f- less teams able to compete with them for some of those top free agents. Mm-hmm. Austin Matthews. Well, and that and that forces them into some some teams into being a little bit more um, keen on shedding bad contracts. Maybe if they expected to have some extra wiggle room where, oh, this contract doesn't hurt us as much now because the cap went up $3 million. Well, now it's only going up $2 million, or uh, only up $1 million. So now that's, that's, a, that's different budgeting that you have to, yeah, that I, you have to I factor. Would, I would hope. 
I would expect at least one or two of those Peter Morazic type trades on draft day this year. Yep. Taking that bad contract. Hawks have to yeah. spend a lot of money just to get to the cap floor. Or, or even in season leading up to the deadline. Some some teams might say we need to make some more cap room if we're gonna really be players yeah. at the deadline. Well they so could we be they to... could be the third team in one of these blockbuster yeah. deals that takes the bad the bad contract from the team acquiring the superstar from another team. They mm-hmm. could be that facilitator to take on the bad contract and get their first round yeah, pick or top prospect couple. with it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, Flexibility. We've got Skokes in the chat, and he's been hanging with us all night. Can we give him one more? Uh, <laughs> can we give him one more Tankathon, Sim, Steven? Yeah, let's do oh, our guys. Before we wrap up. All right, hold I mean, on. We, we I got, know you. The answer, vibes I'll, I'll can only improve from here. While you're, while you're getting it ready. Well, we have 49 likes. If it gets to 50, I'll do it let's right now. Let's get that right, 50 50 likes. Give us yeah. one like. That's, no, that's 55 likes. 55 likes. I'm putting my foot down. All right, I want six likes right now, and then we'll do it. In the meantime... Uh, Mark says Vegas is always good for getting in cap trouble. Bring back Robin Leonard. No, he's dead. Uh, he's his hip. His hips about, fell off. Also, yeah. his if you're if your hips are in worse shape hips, than Peter Morazic's groin, his hips are lying. If you're and also if you're trying to establish a culture, I don't know if that's a guy I want. He's kind. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah. There's a reason he's been on as many teams as he's been on. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I think that that's. I just want to avoid that. Yeah, I, I'm, there's no reason for that. I, he was great here. I thought he was a he's a fascinating dude. He's a thoughtful dude. But if it's going to be a young team, yeah, no, I don't need any. He served his purpose. He, he turned into Drew Camezzo. Yes, I don't That's need true. any. Uh, I don't need any drama like That's that. True. Guys, yeah. I want to chime in and say we got the likes we need. All right, let's All do right, it. Let's do it. We got them. All right, for my neighbor's scope. Should have shot harder. All right, here we go. All right, one more sim. We gotta make sure so we reset, reset it. it to, do we gotta reset it for it to work don't, properly? Don't yes. make gotta us. Uh, don't make us find a new website. Yes. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here your we last go. chance, Takeathon. The last one. I'm gonna throw you out the Shady Rays window if you don't help us here. You son oh! of a bitch! This site sucks. This is rigged. We're not going out like that on a Friday. Can Elon Musk buy Takeathon so it gets shut down? Louis, Anaheim, Chicago. Good God. This thing is rigged. It's it's no. Go, this is we're bullshit. not leaving until the Hawks get one or two. <laughs> I'm walking off the set. This is bullshit. All right, the Hawks get the top pick, Woo! and that's it. Jesus. And that's they don't even need to do it. We'll send it to Gary Bettman. It's all done. Yep. Thanks for watching Official. the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We love you guys. Have a good weekend.